podcasting live from the net. This is Push My Follow, a new social media podcast with nobodies. We're all all nobodies. nobodies. (laughs) And proud of it. And proud of it. Only for a short while. I try to stay as nobody as possible. Uh, My name is Michael Gaines, and those of us that are on this show, uh, we'll get to introductions in in a little bit. We all sort of met through Seismic, I believe. Twitter or Seismic? Twitter or Seismic? Yeah, Twitter or Seismic. I think most of, I met most of the people here through Seismic. Some of the people I uh, met through Twitter. And it's become such an interesting concept of meeting people online. One night last week, uh, who started that? Was it Christine? Was it you? I, Christine, I think I, I called think it was you and me. I, yeah, I, I started, I called somebody, <laughs> and then we just kept calling other people. So that, right. that was me. I was the host. <laughs> and... We just wound up talking for two hours, and then because I have a podcast experience and radio background, I said, you know, this would make a pretty good podcast because we had some really good ideas. And here we are a week later doing a podcast about social media. So let's go around the room. Uh, I'm going to go down the list of people in the order that they're in my Skype window. So Sarah, introduce yourself. Hi, this is Sarah Vella. I'm a writer and an editor and a social media junkie. <laughs> Annie? I'm Annie Basio. I'm a um, WordPress designer slash hacker at pixelcurrents.com, and I blog at banani.com slash blog. Well, you know what? Let me add, um, tell your uh, Twitter name also when you go through. So, Sarah, what's your Twitter name? My Twitter name is Orchid8, and I should also mention my blog, which is lifeinthebigcity.blogspot.com. Okay. Annie? At Banani. <laughs> <laughs> Christine. I'm Christine Cavalier, also known as Purple Car. I'm a writer and I blog at purplecar.net. And I'm Purple Car pretty much anywhere. Christine Cavalier or Purple Car on a social media site. And Joe. Uh, Joe Cascio. Uh, my Twitter handle is JoeC0914, uh, which I should probably change. I, I have to tell you at this point, I have such. Handle envy for Christine because that's the best <laughs> handle I have ever heard. It's, it's handle just, envy. I'm writing that down. Handle, yeah. Is that new? Did, did we just? I think, I think something? you just coined a phrase. Yeah. Yes. Handle envy. Handle envy. Handle envy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's all kinds of envy, I suppose. But uh, I, um, I'm a, by trade, I'm a software developer, um, and I just got involved in video blogging oh, a year and a half ago, and then from there, just all other aspects of social media, and got got to know a lot of the social media peeps in Boston. So mm-hmm. that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> my name is Michael Gaines. My Twitter ID is I Starman because. Somebody else got Starman. Thank you very much. Exactly. My my blog is at geekfridge.com. It was probably the only thing that hasn't been taken by the domain squatters. <laughs> That's uh, yeah, domain squatter envy. I have that. Domain envy. How how hard is it to get a domain nowadays because of that? It's nearly impossible. It's very hard. Somebody's got to do something about this because if people are sitting on websites for years and they don't sell, 
I don't know if these people are making money off of this stuff, but actually, there apparently there's like a uh, an aftermarket in these. Oh, there's uh, a huge aftermarket in them. I, I bought my, all my family. I bought my kids' names. I bought my husband's name. I bought my dad's name. Not that anybody else is buying them, but just so we have them. Mm-hmm. Smart thing well, to do because it's cheap. Yeah, that's why people are squatting on them because they're so cheap. What's the aftermarket? What's that? Well, for instance, uh, I think the way it works, um, I, at, um, just as an example, at, um, blah, 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 at Providence Media Makers, these, there were these two young fellows there uh, who were these really fascinating. They were identical twins, but they make video, and they plan to get into it professionally. And they were talking about this new camera that's out that's being used by, uh, you know, Hollywood-type filmmakers. And it's extremely expensive. And it's called uh, the RED camera. And they went out and bought RED.com. Now, you can imagine, you know, what they had to pay for Mm -hmm. RED.com. But that's, you know, I mean, you can buy them. And what I find ironic about it is that years and years ago, when, uh, you know, any, only like, you know, really, really nerdy, geeky people even knew what a domain name was, um, uh, people tried to do that. And I was, and I, the thought crossed my mind um, to buy, you know, Ford.com and GM.com and Procter and Gamble.com and, you know, all of those. And then just wait for the companies to figure out that they wanted them and then sell it to them. Mm-hmm. And what I found out was that apparently some years later, companies sued people who owned the domain names to get them because sure. they said, you know, that is our corporate identity and we kind of own that name anyway. There was a well, as far as I know, that yeah. is legal now. You can't do that. You can't right. domain spot for companies that are already established. Yeah. There was a famous lawsuit, a guy who had Ajax.com. Um, I forget who owned Ajax, Colgate, or I don't know who was, Procter Gamble, um, tried to sue him, and he won because he um, had had that as his nickname all his life, and it had nothing to do with the product. Mm-hmm. And he actually, I believe, <clears throat> won the case, although, you know, I should probably not say that for sure, but that's my understanding anyway. Well, a- a- Ajax is actually, uh, it's, a, it's a name from Greek uh, right. history. It's a, it's right, college. exactly. It's, it's not like Pepsi. So they lost that one. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, Pepsi at the Battle of Athenian. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had this nickname Starman for 20, it'll be 20 years this year. And back when domain names first started, I wanted to get starman.com, but at the time they were just really, really expensive. And I was in college and I couldn't afford something like that. And I figured, ah, who's going to, who's going to want that? And now I regret it because if you go to starman.com, it's the most hideous website you've ever seen. I think it was made in 1994 and hasn't been updated. So do you have that like in, in your calendar, Michael, that like every time it comes up for renewal, you, you, you've got a little notification to go and see if they renew it or if you can copy it from them? I kid you not, I actually do that. And there was, there was one time where it lapsed. It lapsed one time, and I tried my damnedest to get the domain name, and I couldn't do it because it was still locked by the company. Even though it expired, it was still locked by the company, and I just could not get it. Yeah. I tried really hard, but I, I just couldn't do it. 
I have saravella.org and saravella.net, but I do not have saravella.com. And uh, I, I have no idea. I, I need to do a who is on that and see. But, um, yeah, it irks yeah. me. I have my name, but my last name I don't. Just just the last name itself. Mm-hmm. Well, these are the kinds of issues that, that people that are just starting to get into social media are coming across is that the domain names for themselves are taken. Long so gone, should there yes. be yeah should there be a better way of doing this? should there be like maybe instead of just flat out getting this dot com should there be maybe a directory of names or well I mean, what's interesting is that dot com is still so, it's um it's so important to have the dot com when you could get a dot name or mm-hmm. you know dot net usually like dot net mm-hmm. right um you can usually get that but but um that's not enough everybody wants the dot com. Well, or look at look at Phil Campbell who has me.dm, which is medium. Which is a great which, which domain. Is fabulous, Fantastic. you know, but that's like a Denmark domain. <laughs> <laughs> or no, Dominican um, Republic. Dominican, Dominican Republic. Republic, yeah. I actually looked into getting um ann.ie, which would be an Ireland ah, domain. But Ireland is great. very close with their domains. You actually have to have either be a resident of Ireland or have Irish. a true commercial tie to Ireland. Mm-hmm. And it's actually available. Surprisingly, you would think somebody in Ireland would snap that up. Hmm. But, um, well, why I, I went to .net instead of .com? I think somebody had purplecar.com. It was kind of defunct, but I didn't really care for it because I wasn't selling anything. Mm-hmm. I actually followed the rules. Like, I was a .net. There was no, you know, commercial part of it. It was just going to be a, a blog on the on the net. So that's why I went for .net, and I'm not a charity. I didn't go for .org, you know, but now it seems like just everyone needs to buy every other domain just yeah. to support the .com. Right. I, just, well, I just feel unless I'm selling something, I'm not going to have a .com. I don't know why other people don't adopt this theory. <laughs> because I think that .com has just become the de facto standard. Like if you, yeah. if you can like, do it myself, Ustream, I go to Ustream.com by default sometimes, and I have Remember, oh, it's Ustream.tv. Well, you know, I think that um, Microsoft kind of encouraged that because at one point with Internet Explorer, it started when you would just type in the domain name without any dot anything. It would send you right to the dot com. Oh, that's right. And so I think that when they started doing that, I don't know if they even do that anymore because I don't use it anymore, but they definitely did for a while. And so that would... You know, if someone typed in purple car, they would automatically go to the dot com. They wouldn't go to a dot net, even if there was no dot com. It would mm-hmm. probably just show up as a, a, you know, an error. So, which is silly because if you Google purple car, purple car, um, <laughs> if you Google it, it's all me. There isn't any other. You know what I mean? It takes right, like a page right. or two to get to any other. We should grab the dot com then if it's available because it's only seven bucks, right? Um, <laughs> is it who who sells it for seven bucks? You can go to GoDaddy. You can Somebody get it for less than that, actually. Yeah, you get sure a discount. You can get it for less than that. Whatever it is, it's under 10. I mean, you can definitely, definitely get it for that. Definitely. That's why I'm sitting on 20 domains right now. Back in, <laughs> right. Well, back when I was in college, like I said, when I was looking into getting Starman.com, it was $200. Yes. And, mm-hmm. that's, you know, yeah, I, that's why I didn't college. get my last name. Mm-hmm. Another I thing could, is um, the commercials. Like, I remember back in 1990. Eight. Five, I think I was, um, or maybe even ninety three. I was um, working someplace, and it had a lot of older people there. I was working in a hospital, and they had a lot of older volunteers, right? And they would come up to me and say, "What is this dot com? I hear it all the time on television. What's this dot com? What does it mean?" 
And I was saying, oh, it's, you know, it means commercial. It's a commercial domain. They have little umbrellas. I gave them the whole explanation. And then I was, like, telling them about .edu, and they just looked at me like I had three heads. But, like, (laughs) for them, it was all television-driven, and that's all advertisement-driven, and that's all .com, especially brick and mortars, right? They all have .com, so I think that's kind of television driving it, really, you know? Anyway, even, now, even though I understand, well, I'll, yeah, we're, we're going to move past this, but I'm just saying that in my <laughs> head, .com is like the top tier, even though they're supposed right. to be equal, even though you know, .com, .net, .org, and, and to an extent .edu and .mil are supposed to be their own separate entities, I still think of .com as the default way of looking for Which I think the, the, the main exception to that is nonprofits. I mean, I do, I do sure. work with a nonprofit, and we purposely wanted the .org for that. Mm-hmm. And you know to look so for a .org with a, with a nonprofit. Yeah, that's right. I think people automatically think .org when they think of a, a nonprofit. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to do a weekly segment about what we followed this week. Or who we followed and why. So uh, let's just go around. I'll, I'll just say FriendFeed has been the big thing this week. And, of course, the, I, I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but FriendFeed and Social Thing both seem to have gotten a lot of press at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, personally, I like FriendFeed just for the way that it's organized and the fact that it auto-refreshes. Can you break down the difference for me, though, Mike? Because I'm not seeing it. <laughs> I, don't oh, see I, I think it's easy to break down the difference. Break it down for me, sister. Make it plain. Uh, you know, the, there's there's the auto refresh, which which Michael mentioned. Michael, I'm jumping on your on your thing, no, now, so I want, I want you to go ahead because you, you've got it. <laughs> but there's <laughs> it it there are many more um, uh, applications or web apps that it links to than social thing. Mm-hmm. Many more. And uh, that's for, true. For me, the greatest um, benefit of friend feed over social thing is that you can add imaginary friends. And I think that's a brilliant feature. It is. That, so that's one of those revolutionary that? things that I think people are going to... Whoever came up with imaginary friends really it's, should just... If somebody, if somebody is, is not on friend feed, is not registered on friend feed, you can add them anyway. You can put in their ID and the sites that they visit and you will follow them whether they're on friend feed as a, as a registered friend feeder or not. So they're in your stream. Oh. Well, now this is the thing. I, I am thinking I'm liking social thing better. And there's a couple reasons why. Well, first of all, friend feed has a lot of more uh, social networks. But I think social thing will start to have more. Um, with friend feed, you have to either add your friend's either if they're on or not, you still have to add them in. Whereas social thing grabs your friends list already existing, which makes it a little easier. You just put in your Twitter account and all your friends on Twitter show up there. And I just think it's smoother, the interface. It's not as clunky. It just feels better. I, 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 I'm looking forward to them using more social networks. Mm-hmm. But I, I just kind of... I Who just are you like talking about? Let's track. You're talking about friend feed, right, Annie? No, I'm talking yes. about social thing. You're so, talking about social thing, but Sarah likes friend feed better. Right. I like, I like friend feed better. I agree with Annie that, that there are aspects to, to social thing, uh, at least in terms of um, interface, that are, that are nicer. I think it was a prettier, nicer, easier on the eye user interface for sure. Yeah, I think but, what's going to wind up happening over the next few months is that the two of them are going to be in such dead heat competition that 
one of them is going to just leapfrog over the other somehow. I, I really think that this imaginary friends thing is is a. I w- well, I don't want to know. I don't want to. I don't want to say well, killer app kind of thing, but it, it, I think it's a very important feature. Well, one of the things that social thing does, they have a list of applications they're considering adding. They're having people vote for them, which I think is kind of silly because I'd be surprised if they don't end up adding all of them at some point. Mm-hmm. But um, they, one of them is RSS, and so if you can add not any RSS feed, you can add any friend who's anywhere mm-hmm. who has a feed. Uh, so I that give them that capability. Right, but you're just adding their RSS feed. You're not adding their Flickr account, their Seismic yeah. videos. Well, it would their... be their RSS for Flickr or their RSS for Seismic, if Seismic starts offering one, which well, I hope they will. Let's take this a step further. There, there are two problems that I see with this. One is that these social aggregators, and, and I say this half-jokingly, but I think that we're going to get into some sort of black hole where stuff just starts pointing at each other, where you get this infinite loop of like friend feed poking at this and pointing at that. Yeah, and I wish Eric were here because he wrote a whole post about that. He, he did. I, yeah, he did. And, and it's a shame that he's not here. But um, I actually, I should say that our sixth person who's supposed to be here today and is not because he's taking care of the kids is Eric Rice. And who is not a nobody. He's our A-lister. <laughs> he's our one A-lister. And guess what? He's not here. <laughs> and he's not here. Uh, he sent me a, oh, we a know message him. on I Skype. I swear to God, um, no, we do. We know him. He might have been there. He, he knows the problem. So uh, if he pops on later, then uh, Skype will just pick it up. The second thing that I, I wanted to say is, is it coming to the point where all the information, and, and this kind of goes into what Google is doing, is it getting to the point where we're just going to funnel everything into one aggregator anyway? I try and do um, that all the time. <laughs> like that's that's my goal. What do you mean? Well, like, for example, you? maybe not by choice. You think mean of event, it'll be think first. of a Venn diagram. A Venn diagram. Everything that everything has to offer. So you've got Flickr. What does Flickr offer? They offer pictures. What does Picasso offer? They offer pictures also. Uh, the new Adobe Photoshop Express. They they have a limited. Um, uh, album, but then you've got things like Twitter and Jadu and uh, some others of these. The text-based Pounce. system Pounce is a very good one. Do we need all these different kinds of aggregators? Uh, I shouldn't even say aggregators because those aren't aggregators. But do, do we do we need to keep refresh? Do, do I have to refresh my Twitter and my Pounce and my Jaiku and everything? Just no. I, I think I think we're I think everybody's jockeying right now, and that's what we're seeing is who's yeah. going to come out on top, who's going to fall behind. And, and, the, and for people like us, early adopter type people who who want to be in on everything, we've got it all going on. But for for the not early adopters, <laughs> those lucky people who are waiting around for us to figure out what's the best, yeah. you know, they'll end up with the best of the best. And in the end, it's going to be going where where the people who you want to be in touch with are. Right. It's like and right now, that still remains to be. That's still Twitter for me. It's still Twitter right. for me. It's well, you know, I, I, I kind of have a, a, a slightly different point of view on it, I guess. Um, of course, I'm building an app called um, Social Logic, mm-hmm. and rather than being a content aggregator, I, I, I've been tr- starting to talk about it as an identity aggregator. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I don't know whether it's out of denial <laughs> or what. <laughs> But I, I haven't really gotten that. I joined Friend Feed, I joined Social Thing, and it's like, um, I don't know, I almost feel like 
a little bit in competition with them, but maybe not really. Um, but I think we're we're kind of at the same place with a lot of this um, uh, content contribution by people. Uh, we're in the CompuServe. As CompuServe was to email, so all of these sites are to all this social content. Where I had my started prodigy, yeah. CompuServe. I don't know the number, but it started with a seven. I remember my my prodigy ID, LJNR90A. Wow, I'm impressed. (laughs) So, um, and I think where this is going, and and if you kind of monitor some of the things that are going on in the open source community, um, uh, where c- what we have now are these walled gardens, and, mm-hmm. and it's like uh, you know nobody was going to end up doing all their email through. No, everybody in the world wasn't going to go to CompuServe to do email, and you know not everybody in the world is um, uh, going to go on to Twitter. Flickr. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. So um, it's possible to build all of those applications using kind of standard protocols which means that anybody could set up. So instead of going to, like, Twitter, and, you know, we've all had the experience, like, when Twitter goes down, it's like we're all, (laughs) you know, it's like we all feel dispossessed somehow. Um, But uh, that doesn't happen with email because everybody runs their own email server. And the same, exactly the same thing. Of subscribing to the person versus subscribing to the service that they're on. Right, right. And so a lot of these things right now, I think, like um, FriendFeed and like um, uh, Social Thing, they're just kind of, I don't know, I was searching for a word. Maybe you all can help me with this. I'm searching for a word that's kind of an analogy, but it, all they are are like a means to kind of cover up all the ugliness, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they they kind of... Uh, they deal with all the different interfaces, but eventually all those interfaces are going to converge. And mm-hmm. then at that point, you won't need something like social thing, just like you don't need something to bring all your yep. different email providers together. I totally agree. And and this is one of the problems that I have with Twitter is that Twitter is great, but it doesn't do enough. And I think that something is going to overtake it at some point because they're they're just opening themselves up to just somebody coming through and saying, okay, we're going to have this, 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 and this feature. And then people are going to say, well, okay. Pounce does it, but I think the problem with Pounce is that the interface is not as simple. That's what, well, but to me, that's what the beauty of, of Twitter is, is that, yeah, exactly. it, it, is that it doesn't do enough, and, and, and that it is limiting. I What's interesting that about, about Twitter, Twitter. Twitter's API apparently has a lot more capability than Twitter lets on, lets on and, and developers are discovering this. So the, 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 in, the independent applications that people are developing – are kind of adding the functionality that's missing from Twitter. So as more people do that, Twitter is becoming more functional. Right now I think the big thing it's missing is some sort of grouping, and I think most people who use Mm -hmm. Twitter feel that way. Um, But other than that, most the the independent applications like um, Twirl um, are coming up with ways to make it easier to use and follow. Um, What about Quotably? Has anyone checked that? 
Yeah, I saw out that. If it's, it's trying to do threading. I think quotably is is. I mean, it's it's almost it's getting there, but it, it still doesn't. There's a lot of holes in quotably. Yeah, it's you, a lot. You go to quotably, and you're not really seeing a thread. You're seeing some right. links. Right. That kind of maybe sort of make up a thread, but it, it, it doesn't. That have nothing to do with it. It doesn't really tie together. But my right. problem with with sites like quotably is that shouldn't this be something that Twitter designs themselves? I don't know. If, I hear a lot if, of people if, saying that. If the API allows for it, I mean, I guess then, yes, it would be more centralized. So you're right. Well, the thing is that um, you can't, I mean, um, Hillary and I have been looking at, uh, I work with Hillary Mason on um, social logic, and she's had some ideas about um, thread reconstruction. But the problem is that Twitter does not have the information in their database necessary to really construct them in an mm-hmm. unambiguous and deterministic way. It's still all heuristic and guessing. And that's where Twitter would have the advantage is that they can monkey with their database. Right. <laughs> exactly. And we can't. Right. So. And that's probably the issue that Quotably is running into is the database mm-hmm. isn't clean enough to yeah. pull up those threads. Although yeah. I'll tell you, I, I'm I, as today... Um, uh, I was writing a, a different conversation reconstructor for Twitter. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. But um, just by not really trying to do much more than what you do when you, um, when you do it manually, that's basically what we're going to try to do first is just do what you do manually. All I ever want to see when I see somebody's tweet and I say, boy, that looks interesting, is you have to manually go to the person that they added mm-hmm. and, and try to find the matching one. And, I mean, that's fairly easy to do with the data that's just in, in, in um, the current API. So just by kind of taking doing a little dog work and then letting the human's ability to... <laughs> to see things, you know, do the rest. So, I don't know. We're going to try that. Okay. Are we done with Twitter now? Never. Actually, this sort of branched off of, of what we were following this week, and, and we just sort of got stuck on that. So, do, do we want to keep going with this? No, I, I have, um, I have uh, two things I wanted to mention that were really cool. Um, eSkate.com that I found through Twitter and the people who um, actually um, are behind eSkate.com, uh, Tinderbox. It is a application that I'm kind of learning and wrestling with because it's pretty complicated, but it's a way of mapping out my novel's plot. Oh, okay. So cool. it's, um, it's got all sorts of things. It's... Um, www.eastgate.com slash tinderbox. Eastgate. Eastgate. Yeah, yeah, like a gate you go through not on the west. Eastgate (laughs) is something totally different. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Watch. Gate, all one word. Tinderbox. T-I-N-D-E-R-B-O-X. And um, they've got forums. They're talking about how to use it to plot your novel. They've got, it's got all sorts of um, applications, uh, all sorts of projects, so it's pretty cool. And um, um, right now, I'm in the trial. It looks like it's Mackle. You can write agents um, on the different like post-it notes that you write, and you can 
make a whole chart with the post-it notes, a flow chart. You can do all sorts of, of things. So um, it's pretty programmable and good for the end user. It's just going to take a little bit of time to pick up. And um, another blog that's on my radar is uh, the paisano.wordpress.com because he's also a writer and he um, scans the web for uh, writing sites and writing software and web-based applications for writers. And he posts them. Um, he has some great posts about it. He, today he had Writing 2.0 and he had a bunch of different uh, sites and forums and communities and stuff for writers. So um, he's my new favorite blog right now. But of course, Annie, you know, I'm always, I'm down with Banani. Oh. <laughs> nice cover, <Always>. Christine. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> but anyway, anybody else have any sites that they like to talk about this week? Well, I don't have a, a site necessarily, but the blogging software, finally, uh, WordPress 2.5 was released today. Dun, 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 dun. After they've been promising and it's it. it's all over Twitter. <laughs> it's, it is. Uh, all the, everyone's jumping onto it. Hopefully not, um, hopefully not making any errors. Like I made a minor one on my local server, luckily. <laughs> Only Ooh. on the local server. Uh, don't overwrite that WP content file, whatever folder. Whatever oh, okay. Um, don't. Right don't yes don't don't do that but um yeah they've been talking about uh it they expected it to be released uh about two weeks ago and it wasn't and then a week ago and it wasn't and um today they're having a conference actually in dallas a wordpress uh conference and so they released it today mm-hmm. as part of that i guess and um it's really nice it's very different the especially the admin uh panel is extremely really? different See, it's a lot cleaner Oh. Um, it's, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but it's a lot cleaner. Um, I, I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. I've been playing with the release candidate a little bit. It's got go some cool new features. It. It's got a, a gallery, photo gallery. Um, I haven't played with that yet, but that looks really good for those who want to mm-hmm. add their photographs. It's got uh, better media uploading for all different types of media, not just photos, but also for uh, videos and audio. Thanks. So uh, it's pretty cool. How easy is it to upgrade from like a 2.2? Was it 2.2 is the latest or 2.3? 2.3 is, is the latest. Um, it's, it's a pretty easy upgrade. It's, it's, it should be just as smooth as any other upgrade has been. Mm-hmm. They didn't change much in the databases, um, so themes shouldn't break. Some Good. plugins might. You should uh, turn off all your plugins first and then reactivate them one by one. And see what happens because some plugins won't work, and or you might need to upgrade them. Mm-hmm. But most themes, um, unless there's some really specialization going on with the theme, they should be fine with okay. this upgrade. So just follow the directions and do your backups. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from me: do your backups because if you don't, you may regret it. <laughs> One topic that we wanted to bring up for this show is something called Odd Follow, which is a Twitter ID that people use for. I want to use the politically correct word here, but can somebody come up with one? Because I'm come up Crazy with stalkers. No, it's so. odd. It's odd. Twitterers, odd followers, odd fellows. All right, Christine, tell us what an odd follower is. Okay, odd follow came about a Twitter conversation that um, 
there's a culture in Twitter amongst the women in particular that we warn each other about um, new Twitterers that follow only women, hmm. that follow only, you know, quote unquote hot women um, that are rude, that are, you know, just wow. basically creepy and yucky. And we have, since I've been on Twitter, I mean, six months at least, um, we've always done that informally with each other. Like, hey, th- did this guy follow you? Guess what? He just sent me a really creepy DM that says, I'm watching you, you know? Uh-huh. So, like, we would go and block them because we just feel better about our Twitter account and being in the community with, you know, people like that not in our village. So it came about that, well, we need a central place that we can either RSS or just, you know, tune into to, you know, post these things for each other. So we don't have to be online and we don't have to DM a thousand of our friends to say, hey, this guy's a jerk or whatever. So it started out as stalker warning (laughs) <laughs> and that threw some people off because, you know, some. I'm sure most of these jerks are pretty innocent and they're just like, hey, there's women on the web. Oh, my God. You know, they're probably pretty harmless. So you don't really want to call them a stalker and you don't want to get Twitter involved in any lawsuits or whatever. And they probably aren't stalkers. They're just idiots. Um, so we came up with a new name, which is Odd Follow, which also includes spammers so you've all run into um the bots and the actual real people who are on twitter to follow seriously thousands of people and they get no followers back no and thousands of people and they're just sending out spam about hey get this new herbal remedy or hey buy this new exercise bike or you know, link exchange or SEO or, you know what I mean? So it includes the spammers also. So you can kind of keep your Twitter stream clean and it's just something that you can RSS and check every day and say like, okay, who's up? And um, yeah, so some people had were turned off about the stalker thing and the British guys were like, why would me following you, you some guy, like some ID make you feel safer? Like, they weren't understanding it at all. For some reason, there was a cultural thing going on there. Um, So two or three British guys were like, I don't get it. (laughs) It's like, don't you want to tell your friends that are women that there's jerks out there? Like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you help us out? Like, you know, I got a lot of, like, bad feedback from men um, across the pond. But um, otherwise, I don't know, I don't know why people would be offended. It was, it was just what the women do already, but just a central place for it. And well, I, I, oh, go ahead. Um, oh, well, my only, my only um, uh, question about it, that I think it's, you know, I, it, it's obviously uh, fine when, when people share information amongst themselves, um, you know, for, for a mutual purpose. It's, it's great. Um, I, I just wonder sometimes about, um, someone, um, well, if, if everybody really talks to each other, I think it's fine because you have to, when somebody makes a statement about somebody being, you know, weird or creepy, you, you know, one thing you have to always do is consider the source too. And, um, I don't know, uh, I, I think I've talked to Christine about this kind of offline and, and, um, 
I think you're probably right, Christine, but that was the only concern that I had, is that somebody might get labeled by somebody who, I don't know, had a hair trigger or something. I mean, I had an experience with um, with somebody, um, and I made a comment on their blog, and, um, you know, they got really, really upset, and uh, um, and I thought... You know, I mean, I didn't do it out of any harm. And, you know, somebody could potentially get, um, you know, if you will, wrongfully accused. And then you kind of have no recourse because everybody doesn't listen to you. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That's why it's just, uh, it's just, it's, it's a little note. I'm getting. I'm not the only one. I gave out the password, so there's a committee actually that is growing um, that is taking care of this ID. Um, it's it isn't an ac- accusation thing. It's just that's why we changed the name. It's like, well, this is odd. You know, this person is following thirty five thousand people. So if he follows you, why don't you go look him up? Hmm. You know, and there's only one or two that have been so egregious that. I personally have put the word B-L-O-C-K in the tweet from Oddfollow as a suggestion. But really, it is just, it's it's just a little, you know, hmm, this is, I put the tagline as, uh, I think, tweeters that make you go, hmm, you know? So it, <laughs> even funny. if you... That's pretty good. <laughs> even if you do end up on the list, it's not as accusatory as a lot of the men that I've been talking to over the last few days about it think, you know what I mean? It's not as damning. It's not, it doesn't have the weight that an accusation of abuse or rape like holds, you know what I mean? But for some reason, mentally people have like put that definition on it. Like, Oh, you're accusing people of rape. You know, you like, you don't have any authority to do that. You don't have any proof. How are you going to prove this? I'm like, this is not a court of public opinion. This is just a way for us to say, hey, this follower makes me go, hmm, what do you think? Yeah. You know? So well, what if you if end up on the list? Say what? Especially if they make some sort of off-color comments. And you have well, a there's- who they are. Well, well, there was one odd follow tweet today from a guy who follows only women, and he has a naked ass as his avatar, and he says in his bio that he likes to look at women's asses. So, do I want him following me? As a matter of fact, no, I don't. Mm. (laughs) I would like to know about those things, and I can't be on Twitter all the time, and... You know, usually when someone follows me, I don't have code for auto follow. I always check out who people fo- like who's I've, following me. But there are people who do auto follow backs. You know, so it's just it's just information out there. If he if he's upset that he's on that list, I don't think it's going to matter. For, like it, in his everyday occurrence, I don't think we have that much influence. Nor will we ever get that much influence that people are just going to automatically block whomever we say it's just one of those little information gathering things see i don't follow people randomly i follow people because i've either i've either spoken to them before read their blog or had some sort of communication with them which is why my my follow to followers ratio is pretty even and there are very few people that follow me that i have no who i have no idea who they are there are some bots that follow me and 
what I've done as an experiment is I've blocked them and then I'll just throw out a tweet with a keyword and within half an hour I'm being followed again by the same person and then I keep them blocked. Well, uh, Sarah and Annie, like t- I, I don't think that Joe and Mike necessarily understand the level of creepiness <laughs> that is in such that is Twitter. Maybe you can kind of back me up. No, you're right, Christine. <laughs> I mean, it, it's definitely there. It, it, there's there's a, a more and more. I think obviously everybody more everything's getting bigger on Twitter, so there's more and more of them. And um, there have been a couple cases where guys have actually um, gone far enough to um, really get nasty. So it's better to... I I like the idea of cutting it off before it gets to that point. Do you think that the anonymity of the net sort of breeds this sort of behavior? Absolutely. It always has and it always will. Mm -hmm. Sure. Sure. I guess for me, uh, you know, my my sort of my rule so far, my rules can change because you know everything's always adapting. But um, I, you know, if somebody follows me, I go and I look at their Twitter stream, and if they have something in common with me, or if they're following other Twitters who I know, and they seem to have a relationship with those people, or if I like what they're writing, um, you know, if they in general seem like you know people who I would want to have more of a relationship with, I follow them back. That's, um, that, that's my role. I, I don't have to know them. I don't have to read their blog, but I, I do check them out and, and, and I either follow them back or not. If somebody follows me, you know, I've only had so far, you know, and, and bot, if a bot follows me, I just don't follow it back. I really don't care if it follows me because I know that anybody can go to twitter.com slash orchid eight and they can follow, they can just look and see what I'm, what I'm Twittering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are people who do that and I, you know, I know, I know that. So, you know, and I've got a, you know, it, it comes up on friend feed, it comes up on my, you know, Facebook page, whatever. Yeah, so if, you wanna, if, if you want to see my Twitters, you're going to see my Twitters. I, I don't have a protected account. Um, so I'm not, I, I'm not as, um, I'm not as inclined to block. Uh, I, my first experience with somebody who I would call an odd follow was before this conversation ever came up and before I heard people talking about it on Twitter. And he he had just started Twittering. He was following about maybe 20-so-odd women, and all of his Twitters were about how he was a lonely guy and how he needed a woman and how he didn't know how to get one. And, um, you know... <laughs> And he My very instinct. well might have been a guy who and really thought maybe if he followed all these women, they would give him good advice. Exactly. But. And my instinct about that was, was, was really kind of the same. I, I didn't feel inclined to block him because he didn't feel threatening to me, but I also wasn't going to follow him back because he didn't have anything to offer me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because I was afraid of him. It was because he just simply didn't have anything. You know, I, I'm going to follow people who I feel are going to enrich me. Right. Um, you know, and that's what matters to me. Right. So... You know, and the only person I ever blocked was was the person who actually came up last week, uh, and uh, Pistachio kind of pointed him out. And then, about two or three days later, I saw him following me, and I and I blocked him. He's somebody um, whose uh, language is German, and he follows you know two hundred odd women, and that's it. And I and you know, and I to me that's somebody worth blocking. But I, I'm very very disinclined to block. Having said that, though. Um, I do think what, what Christine says is important, which is that it's hard for Joe and Michael to understand what it's like to be a woman 
mm-hmm. um, it, it, you know, it, it, we are in a position of vulnerability and we know it and it, it, it colors everything we do and everything we say and all of our experiences. And it's um, and you feel it in your gut too. I mean, it, you, and that feeling doesn't it, it ever is, go away. Right. It's a, when there's when there's a someone you can, you just feel it when you there's somebody who's potentially harmful versus some just guy who you know it's, it, it's hard to explain, <laughs> but it's there. It's a it's a gut yeah, feeling. I was actually working on a project that was going to geotag everything that you've done, and I and it was a really cool idea because I thought, well, th- this would be like a live stream. <clears throat> like a diary of where you've been, like a personal journal of like, this is where I've been, these are the places I visited. And like two or three days into this whole thing, I just thought, ooh, this is bad. Bad. This is really, really, re-. and I just stopped the project dead. And and there's a, there's a website, I don't know the name of it, but there's a website out there that actually does that. I found this out after I stopped the project. And you look at the website and some of the comments that people are making are just, they're raving about privacy. And it's it's one to see privacy is one it's a two way street. See the problem with privacy is that if I choose to to put something out on the net, that's my decision. Mm-hmm. The problem is that what if I take it away from the net? And that's where the problems occur. Is that once it's out on the net, somebody can copy it for themselves, and there's no way to get those copies right. back. Once so it's out there, it's once out it's out there. there, it's out there, and you never know what people are going to be doing with the data. So that's why I just said, you know what, this is it's it's a cool idea if I could maybe do this for myself and share it with some people that I trust. But as far as putting it out on the net, mm, bad, bad, bad idea. And, and that's I, that I think is what you're talking about is you. Yeah. I think it's bad that that people put their home locations on the net. Yeah, for instance, I, I, I thought about that very thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, last year, uh, I had um, uh, the barbecue uh, here at my house, and uh, I, I wanted to put something up on Upcoming um, to announce it so you know people could like see what was going on and, and sign up for it. And I had... I had a difficult time with upcoming because it insists that you give a location, and I wasn't going to put my home address on a on a public upcoming page. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so I don't know. I got around it somehow. I, um, I I said my address was something like ten. I'll tell you when you come, <laughs> or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, everybody thinks of that, particularly their home address, um, quite a bit. Uh, but um, yeah, it's. Uh, that well, I I always lie about my zip code. I always say it's Philadelphia. There's like you know, twelve million people in the state, and most of those are in the Philadelphia, greater Philadelphia area. Um, I lie my, about my birth date. Um, not because I'm, I'm lying about my age, but, you know, funnily enough, I don't make it older than I am. <laughs> I always make it younger, but um, not that much younger, and it's something that I, is easily that's something I can remember. Um, just because, like, if you have someone's name and their birthday in their general area of where they are, like, y- you could do a lot with that information. So, yeah, so all these sites that ask for birth dates because they want to verify if you're, you're over 16... I never give I never give my real birth date because it's just like 
it's a way of matching yeah, you I'm up. Not, I, I guess I'm, I, I used to be a lot more uh, I, conscious of my, my privacy than I, than I, or careful of my privacy, let's put it that way, than I am now. Um, mostly because I just finally thought, you know what, if someone really wants to find me, my last name is here, and I am listed in the phone book. Oh, see, you know, not- that, that's all there is to it. My, my, I'm listed in the phone book. And um, so if someone really wants to find me, they can find me. And, yeah. and I've seen some pretty n- nasty people over the years <laughs> and um, who, who've done you know, some pretty mean things to other people. But usually it's under the cover of anonymity is when the really bad stuff starts to happen. And they're excited because they were able to uncover somebody from their their hiding place. And no one's going to uncover me from my hiding place because I'm not hiding. You know, right. it kind of takes the thrill out of it. Interesting. It's an interesting way of looking at it, too. Does anybody use um, Last.fm? I use yes. for can, do. The problem. Can the someone problem, explain that to me? What is basically that? Last.fm just takes what you're listening to and puts it up on like like a Twitter type feed. It's like I, I'm listen. I'm now listening to this, and then the next song comes on, and it'll say, "Now I'm listening to this." And it's a really cool idea. But the problem with me is that I listen to completely different music in the car and at work. So at work, I'm listening to my quiet stuff that I can work with, and in the car, I'm listening to Maiden. So everybody that looks at my last.fm feed is going to you know, like look at all this stuff and go, he's a pansy. But, but they, <laughs> no, it's not an accurate reflection of your It's not an accurate reflection of what I listen to. Right? So um, it's, it's just, good, so but it's just, just, just doesn't make you look as cool Here's what you do, Michael. You, you mute your computer, you put on your maiden like all night long, and then it'll... it'll- <laughs> It'll beef up your maiden quotient in, in Last FM. That's true. Well, yeah, I just, you just, it, it pulls up songs based on what you've already listened to. And it will, it'll link to iTunes. So if you if you turn on iTunes, Last FM will go on automatically if you allow it to. And then it will start to aggregate basically what you're listening to and then post it to an RSS feed. And, and you'll have a page devoted to you know the music that you're listening to. It will then connect you to people who are you know matches with you people in your, what they call your neighborhood. So it's a social oh, network. My, my neighborhood would be all. It is a social network. Please. My son, my son has started using it. My, my, my 15-year-old has started there's using another, it. There's like, another one, too, and I was trying to decide between the two of them, and actually uh, somebody on Twitter, uh, Rod Begby, threw another one at me um, when I asked about, in fact, yeah, I asked on Twitter. I said, okay, who uses Last FM and what's... I don't know. Does anybody know the other one? This, this, Last FM is the only one I know of. Because um, mm-hmm. there is another one. And Last uh, FM is on Friendly. I like is another one. I like dot com. Oh, oh I know what it is. It's Pandora. Oh, okay. Uh, Pandora. Yeah, I've heard that. I haven't used that. Yes, because um, you can like. Uh, I think both of them, or maybe just Pandora, it allows you to set up what you call your own radio station. Mm-hmm. So it gets an idea of what you like, and it finds things. It's kind of like that Amazon, you know. Well, people who listen to this song also listen to this song, and mm-hmm. it'll suggest them. And that's kind of what I need because my music um, uh, repertoire, my listening repertoire, is like thirty years old. <laughs> and and uh, you know, I I just don't. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big music listener for some reason because I can't work with music on. It just.
I, I can't work with music that has lyrics. That's why I said all the quiet stuff. I, all, that's why I, I don't think that last FM is a very good indication of what I listen to. And then even at home, at home, if I'm working on a project, I'm listening to quiet music again. But in the car, I'm, I'm like cranking ACDC. Right. You, just, you just need you just need a different persona, Mike. You need you need uh, <laughs> one called you know headbanger or something like that, where you can play your thrash metal, and uh, and then you have. Well, a- no, he's saying he can't when he's in the car. The music that he's listening to in the car is never going to aggregate over to. Yeah, it, it's not going to be captured by Last FM. So there's yeah, no this factor it goes up in the ether. See, what you need is actually less privacy. And more invasive Exactly. Exactly. Somebody <laughs> needs to create an iPod How plugin. Cool you are. Exactly. We need what we need is constant live streaming, so that basically exactly. everything we do becomes aggregated. What we no, buy, no, store, I bet you it's what listening to you in the car. But then, <laughs> you but then are you going to have odd odd listener? Where it's like, hey, this guy listens this guy to listens. All, like all maybe. Okay, you don't want you don't want to Rick Ashley all the time. What's wrong? Yeah, with right. That? Like he says that he likes Rick Rihanna, Oliver. but he's just lying because he wants to get your pants. Right, right, that's right. What, <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. I'm like, oh my god, I thought he was a true Rihanna fan. <laughs> <laughs> So, did anybody get Rickrolled this week? I did. Nope. I did, I did not. Real? I've never My been Rickrolled. I've totally never been Rickrolled. No, I totally did. got Rickrolled. Somebody I'm put a, something about... Um, Rickrolled it, it. It seemed so on. It was like, uh, <laughs> boy, there's this uh, great new thing. Uh, Google just announced some great new apps today and put the you know the tiny URL. You know, <laughs> And I was—I uh, just—I was like a big old bass going up for the bait, you know. I mean, I Rick rolled a friend of his uh, on a forum, sure. and uh, the guy uh, got him back by doing one that not only was—it was one of those ultra Rick rolls that ended up having his browser window practically taken over by the thing and oh. lost control oh. of the computer. So he got nailed this week. You guys, the polar. Um, Breakfast in New York, the tape that, like, the quick that Jeff did, I went back and watched it after it was done being live. And one guy there had, um, you know, this thing hanging around his his neck, and it was like a name tag, and it said something about, like, oh, if you want the more information, turn this over. You lifted up the name tag, and he had an iPod Nano constantly rickrolling. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... You picked up the tag and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it was so ingenious and so funny. It was just like, oh, I don't even think Jeff like really got it. You know, it was, he was filming it, but it was, he just rickrolled us all like watching the video. So funny. I was like, wow, that kid's a genius. Like he's, I don't know how he has it on constant playback on the, I, he must just, he must have just made some sort of constant playback two hour Rickroll thing just to play. But it was very funny. That's the way to do it. Somebody interviewed Astley recently about Rickrolling. I saw that. There was a picture of him and it's like, uh, boy, does he look different. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like all, twenty no, years later, and he's he's like you know forty something, and you know he's got he's you know got a f- fat face, and <laughs> but 
Well, how could that kid not gain weight? He was very thin and like he had a really big head and very small body. Big hair. Big hair, too. Was it big hair? I just remember that he was like a cartoon character with a big head and small little body. (laughs) It's funny because he was digging it. You know, it's like almost like I'm having having a, uh, a comeback. Yeah. It's like, I, you know, what is it's fame? See, this is another thing. We're going to have to get off the, the, uh, yeah. the Skype call soon. But maybe next time we can talk about fame and, like, what social media fame is as compared to, like, yes. normal people fame. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, yeah. and we should definitely do that. The, That's a great The divas talk. and, like... No one gives an, a rat's ass who Scoble is. I don't. Ca- I am out with normal people every day. Trust me. Yeah, you say Scoble, and it's like who? They're like Robert who? <laughs> so let's, let's say this for next time. Let's say this for next time. Yeah, that's a great topic yeah. for next time. Yeah, yeah so and actually, uh, and, we and we'll talk? have to have Eric Rice on for that. <laughs> yeah, Eric Rice yeah. of the social who, media who fame. Claims he's I mean, not an A-lister, but we all know better. Right, he is an A-lister in the social media world. He totally yeah. is. He knows I mean, it, but, he, but he tries to pretend that he's not. And, and what does it take to be an A-lister in the social media awesome. world? Like, there's, there's all these questions. Oh, Five thousand Twitter well, let's, followers. Let's talk about the next time. Because yes. the way that this group works is that we're going to start talking about it and exactly we'll go for another hour. Go for another hour. So let let's just let's let's cut it. We're going to cut it now, and. <laughs> And we'll save all these wonderful topics. I'm writing down notes, actually, for next time. Good idea. Yeah. You know what our tagline should be? What? You know, push my follow, come after us. (laughs) (laughs) You want a piece of this? Come on after us. Oh, my. I like it. I'm writing this down. All right, so, and on that note, on that note we're going to end this now. Um, I want to thank everybody who's who's listen, who's still listening, and um, we'll have forums and feedback of some sort up on the website. It's going to be pushmyfollow.com, which right now is just being parked. Even by the time everybody listens to this, there will be a real website. But if you want to send us feedback, you can do it that way, or you can send it to uh, through Twitter if you want. That's a sure. way of. of Oh, let's say her name again. I'm, I'm Purple Car on Twitter. Banani. Orchid8. Josie0914. I Starman. Because awesome. I missed it by four hours. <laughs> <laughs> There's the envious head rearing its ugly green. Uh, you can send us feedback. I'll just set one up for Mike at pushmyfollow.com, but I'll obviously make email addresses for everyone because you know, we need oh, more email okay. address. Oh, right? good. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough of those. So, we'll, so then we can start comparing how many emails each of us got. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk, talk, about, talk about internet attention whores, you know? <laughs> you know what? I, let, me, let me just think. Let me bet right now that we... Any one of the women are going to get way more than either one of you <laughs> like, put right. together. Well, Let's just make the bet right now. I'll, it'll I'll be, bet. It'll be mostly Deservedly unwanted. so. <laughs> uh, mostly unwanted. <laughs> yes, because exactly it's so much more interesting than us. No. Well, yeah, it's because, because we're people. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, anyway, so thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Oh.